Hey, I'm sex, love, and relationship therapist, Dr. Laura Berman, and for the last 30 years, I've been helping people learn to love and be loved better. Welcome to the Language of Love Sessions. This is where I get to work with you one-on-one, on air. You, my listeners, my goal in these sessions is to empower you to enjoy better relationships, both with others and with yourself, and to help you embrace how precious and sacred your body, your love life, and your sexuality really is. It's time we all become fluent in the language of love. So you guys already know Marla and Ken. Say hi, guys. Hi, how are you? So good to see you. You too. I'm actually talking to them just so you all know from their brand new house. They haven't even moved in yet. So maybe a little echoey in there, but we'll work with that. I'm excited to see you guys in your new nest. And as my peeps here know, if you listen to the last episode with Marla and Ken, the main issue was their sex life. And, uh, you know, tell me if I'm summarizing this adequately for you guys, but that basically you weren't having sex, that that was really missing. And part of the reason for that was really that Ken was kind of avoiding it around some performance fears and also feeling like he couldn't bring you to orgasm. And so somehow that was pretty typical in men, that that meant Mm -hmm. that he wasn't satisfying you. And then that discouraged him even more. And so we talked about that. We talked about kind of because so much energy had now come in between the two of you. And so, and it'd been so long before you were, ha- you know, there was like this 800 pound gorilla in the room with you that nobody was talking yeah. about. We just kind of cleaned the slate and said, all right, we're starting from scratch. Yeah. No more sex. You cannot even have sex. Right. And you are just, so not only sex, no sex, no orgasm for anybody. I mean, you can do it on your own, but that's it. <laughs> And I engaged you in a plan for sen- what's, what therapists call sense or sex therapists call sensate focus, where you did these touching exercises where you get back in sense into the sensuality and the connection and the senses and the communication. And we're slowly going to rebuild your sex life from the ground up on new terms. Is that a good summary? Perfect. Did I forget anything I told you to do? Not. Oh, the one thing was the 30 second hug every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. I told you to do a 30 second hug every day and send love from your heart into each other's and say inside yourself or out loud, I am choosing you, right? I'm choosing you today and really making that reconnection every day. Okay. So that was it, right? That's the bulk of what I gave you as homework. Yes. And then there was one 15 minutes of no logistics. Just oh, talking I'm so about glad that. you're remembering this because I don't have my notes here. For That's okay. It's locked in, locked in on my heart. <laughs> well, this is good because it means you've probably been doing it. All right. So then 15 minutes once a week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hanging out and talking and kissing and cuddling, but <laughs> not talking about the logistics of your lives. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Give me the update. How did the homework go or has it been going? It went, it went very well. We, we cheated once, I think. But, uh, <laughs> you did? That's, that's just between us. <laughs> um, but, but it went well in the beginning. And it's probably a typical male response. It's like, you know, just it's like whatever. Yeah. But we'll, we'll do it because not who are told us to. So we did it. And, but as it, the days went on and on, weeks went on, it was, it was really pretty cool because it, it, it taught me, hopefully we taught 
but it certainly taught me to just slow down mm-hmm. and enjoy Marla and all of her emotional and physical attributes and to rediscover at a level that I don't know that I've ever really discovered her, you know, her deep sensuality and mine too. Like I guess it was there all the while and I just kind of lost it. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, there'll always be time for the quickie, but it's important to get back into making love and not having sex. And the one time we did that, it was really very cool. We tried to, you know, behave, but and for the most part, we did. But, you know, we've done the, touch, we've done the touching exercises. And we to decide. I think once or twice, touching turned into massage, but nothing crazy. Just, yeah. uh, just going a little further than the touch, but never going beyond that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really great. I, I think it was a really, a really good exercise. It really taught me to, you know, just slow down a little bit. And, you know, women are just more complicated than that. And you need to honor that and work with them, not against it. Beautiful. I love that so much. So just to kind of summarize, and you guys can listen to the the last episode I did with Marla and Ken to get more specifics. Maybe you want to try this in your relationship, but what Ken is talking about more specifically is that I asked them to kind of take turns to schedule it, but also take turns initiating it within the time they scheduled it and to touch each other in a really sensual, loving, communicative way that wasn't intended to arouse or to be foreplay, but just to be really, really present, giving for 10 minutes on both sides at first, avoiding the breast and genitals, and then doing the other side, same thing, and then switching up. So each of you, and so it isn't, yes, of course, sometimes you fall into massage, but the intention was to really focus on that sensual communication. So what it sounds like you're saying, and I love your honesty so much about this because you're right that, I mean, almost every guy is certainly every heterosexual guy that I, but really most guys that I suggest something like this too, or like kind of, if they're not overtly rolling their eyes, they're rolling their eyes inside their heads at what I'm saying. Right. And they're like, okay, I'll do it. But like, you know, and you're saying that, you know, at first that was the case, but once you stuck with it, which I'm so glad you did, you started discovering that there was a, a new level of sensual and erotic connection that was available to you. And you discovered things about each other. It sounds right. like. Yeah, well, exactly. to be able to do that, you know, 38 years after it's just, it's just terrific. I mean, anytime you discover something new in life, it's great. When you do it with somebody, it's great. Greater. Yeah. When you do it with your significant partner, it's the best. So it's, you know, it's just, just opened up a whole other world, really. Oh, I love that. I think that's so beautiful. <laughs> and, and Marla's crying over there if you hear her sniffing. She's like, what? What's moving you about? I mean, I can imagine what's moving you about what he's um, saying. Just his receptivity to yeah. you. He read your book, but to talk to you when we were really so fragile that day, yeah, like really fragile that day, is just remarkable. Um, it speaks volumes to his character and oh. his dedication to our marriage and our bond, because. It's funny. It was like it's like it was like the one missing link, and she, in your words, the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room, and it's tough to talk about. Yeah, it and is. you to hear him because I I'm usually the one like oh I'll tell you what happened, and I love just listening 
to Kenny. I'm learning to listen more than talk. And it's really moving me. That, and the funny thing, at least for me, was I forgot how it came up, but I guess in my naivete, I didn't realize that this was being broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we said it was. Did you not tell her, Marla? No, I, no, Dr. Laura, I swear to God, I did. I swear I did. I told him. I did. I swear. Oh, no. Yeah, you would think. I think we're having like a little private session. That's cool. We've got a paid list for everybody. And then, uh, when Marla, I forgot how it came up, but I think someone might have come from your office contacted Marla and said the session, the paper in the session is available and the broadcast version will be available later. Something, something like that. Yeah. And I looked at yeah. Marla like, it's kind of funny because in marriage, you know, especially we met 38 years ago on Halloween on a blind date. So a lot of times we say things, but we don't always lock it in. Yeah. But so Kenny, just so you know, full disclosure, this is a podcast. And it didn't Dr. register. And I said, I've been hovering near a radio listening to Dr. Laura Berman forever when you weren't serious i when my friend got divorced i'm like you gotta listen to this episode how many years forever you're married so i explained it all but i don't think it really registered yeah, well and, and now and now you're coming back on even so okay you can be a regular right, guest you got you got a deal <laughs> so the prescription was you couldn't have sex and full disclosure on my side I always have in the back of my mind, I'm of two minds about you cheating, right? Because on the one hand, I'm like, don't cheat on your homework. I'm the teacher. Do what I say. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm kind of secretly cheering you on when you get so excited that you're like, screw Dr. Laura, we're doing this anyway, right? Because <laughs> Especially for a couple like you who's been avoiding sex. So yeah. in that cheating episode, you know, cheating on me. You weren't cheating on each other, right? You're cheating on your own work. In that, when you did have sex, even though you weren't supposed to, how did it go? I thought it went really well. It was, Kenny was so present, which is so erotic for me. Yeah. Because he's a brilliant man. His mind goes a mile a minute. Mine goes a mile a minute, but they go differently. Yeah. And we bought this house and we renovated and painted and did everything in three and a half weeks. So while we were doing this, we were doing the homework, which was yeah. so such a gift to us from you. But when it happened, it was just like, wow, it was like a brand new partner. Really? It was. What was different? I mean, you don't have to give me. Uh, uh, no, it's okay. I don't mind. No. Especially now that Kenny knows that the world is listening to this. But no, what, why not? What is why it not? that what is no. it that was different or felt? You don't have to give us yeah. like graphic no, 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 details. I, no, so I would was, never. I would although never you can, but it's, it is a podcast. <laughs> but I don't it's need just you. <laughs> no, Kenny was confident. Yeah. Because when we did the sensual touching, we were, I said, you know, Dr. Laura says, tell me what feels good. So, and tell me what you, you know, tell me what you prefer, what you liked, what you didn't. So he gave me feedback. I gave him feedback uh -huh. so that when it happened, he was just very slow and intentional. And I, I believe how I felt in very, a very spiritual way that he had finally realized, like, this is really a thing. 
I really do need to take my time and tune into Marla. It's nothing that I can just do. There's like sensual involvement with my hands and my mind and my eyes. And yeah, it's not a mechanical act. No, it's not an act of presence. And that's what we talked about, right? We talked about how there was this fear about your performance and the logistics, and then that was affecting your arousal. And then that was affecting your confidence. And then you were withdrawing from it because, and that is super common among men. And we talked also about how the key in all in the huge national study that I did, and it keeps coming up in other research as well, is that orgasms are amazing when they happen, right? But that the key to a woman's sexual satisfaction, and Marla certainly confirmed this is true for herself, is the emotional connection they feel to the person they're having sex with. So what it sounds like you're saying is that maybe it must have been on the heels of maybe doing one of these exercises and then you got turned on and you decided to keep going. Is that what happened or did you just, you know what? It was so mystical. I don't remember when it happened. (laughs) What do you remember? I'm being really honest. Like, I don't know. Was it after the touching? No. Was it after the touching? Seriously. Because one night I fell asleep. Full disclosure. (laughs) He did such a good job. I sunk down. So I'm like, okay, I owe you 20. So it was after after doing the exercises, you were getting aroused, getting turned on, and then you just decided. So you were already in that presence and in that sensuality and secret, right? You kind of figured out what I would have brought you to next anyway, is to use this sensual touching exercise as, you know, shifted out of an exercise into an aspect of sensual connection that can stand alone, certainly, but it absolutely can be part of foreplay because what you've probably, what it sounds like you've noticed, which is what is always the case is if you kind of commit to this and do this together, then it brings you both into the room, into your bodies, present with each Mm -hmm. other, into your senses, centrally aware, centrally connecting, right? So it's automatically setting the sensual connected presence stage for the kind of sex that is most arousing to Marla for sure. But what it also sounds like for you, Ken, is that you found it amazingly gratifying and were, did you find right. it arousing? Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by it. And I was able to relax really. Yeah. And when my mom, when my time was up, <laughs> I thought, shit, you know, I was, that was really nice. But now it's my <laughs> turn to. But yeah, it was really, yeah, really allowed me just to kind of, it was almost like meditation, right? Yeah, it is. You know, filter out of your head and you just sit back and enjoy whatever's happening. And uh, so it it was really a special time. And I want to just give Kenny a plug because the other night he was rubbing my back and it felt so good. And I said, oh, honey, could you keep it? It wasn't a plan session. It wasn't our date. And he's like, no, I, that this time I was just touching you for me. I'm done now. I'm going to sleep. I was like, oh, you go, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> he set a little boundary there, Kenny. Yeah. All right, and but it was very sexy. It I was? It. All right. Yeah. Good. And so <laughs> with the initiating, did you do okay with that? Because that was an issue too, where, we, where you were going to schedule it and you were going to follow through and you yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah. Good. I think, uh, yeah, my recollection is Yes, that he did. did a good job. Right? He did a great job. And we had a lot of roadblocks with, we go home, the contractor calls, we come back, you know, ladders everywhere. Yep. So Kenny's like, you know, Sunday tonight won't work. 
and we mutually postponed. It was just we weren't yeah. in that place and we didn't want to muddy it with stress. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so you negotiated a new we time. Did. Yeah. So we were committed to it and we, we honored it and, it and it really was a really, really cool thing. But we didn't want to force it just to do it so we could say we did our homework. That's right. the point. Yeah. Yeah. So we add lived a little bit. But we well, did. That's allowed. You know, if I, I, as I said, one or both of you might need, you know, if something major comes up, you want to try to keep to the dates as much as possible. But if something comes up where yeah. you're both really distracted or one of you is going through something, you just need to make sure that you don't postpone it too long and that whoever, in this case, it was both of you, but whoever needs to postpone really takes responsibility for making sure it happens and doesn't drop the ball there. Yeah. Absolutely. And it also opened up for me anyway, like this whole, I wish I lived near you because I would come to your, all your grief things. I've lost a lot of people. So I, you know, I carry it and I, it comes out and it goes like waves, but in this connection with Kenny, so much came out of me, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. which really needed to come out. And then I was doing your shaking and all the things in the other room afterwards. So I was just like, this is a full circle healing yeah. for for us. You well, know? you know why that happened, and I'm, and I'm assuming it helped and worked. But oh, one, it did. But one of the reason that happens is because you're opening your heart when you're in that. Not that your heart isn't open to Kenny all the time, no, but you're right. But there is a sensual, sexual opening. I mean, that's why women are always when they have those kind of sexual imagery that you see, there's a flower opening, a rose opening, a lotus opening, because that is literally what is happening inside a woman's, not just in her genitals, but inside her. When, when she feels safe, contained and cherished, when she feels that, which most women, including this one, feels through presence, (laughs) sensual awareness and connection, Mm -hmm. then you really open. And when you open, that's when all kinds of pleasure, all kinds of connection, all kinds of stuff can happen. But of course, when we open, which is why a lot of us don't like to open, even though it feels so good when you do, we try to avoid it because we've somehow learned that when we do open our hearts, other we also feel other things we've been protecting against, right? Yes. So yeah. once we open it, sometimes some sadness will want to come out. Sometimes yeah. some fear will want to come out. And you mentioned the grief stuff, which is really <clears throat> normal. I mean, I'm learning more and more as a sex and love and relationship therapist of 30 years who is now diving so deeply into grief healing and saying to my friends and colleagues, like, what the frick, you know, sex and death, sex and grief, sex. like, where, how do these yeah. two? And I'm realizing that they are much more intimately connected than I realized in terms of healing and processing of them. And this is beyond, you know, the fact that sex and death both are things that nobody will talk about and everybody's everybody's experiencing, but not talking about, but also that there is a deep energetic connection between the two. And that's what you're describing. And by the way, we have just made the Good Grief Day, which what is and has been an in-person event in Hermosa Beach. Now it is available. Tickets are available as a live streaming event. Oh my gosh, because really? Of, yeah, because of so many yes. people like you all over the country, and the world who are like, shit, I can't get to California. And then we're also going to package it up, hopefully as a video and people can buy it that way too, if they didn't Wonderful. make the live stream event. But so yeah, so you'll be able to come even up to California. That's the biggest. 
That's a great gift today. Because <laughs> to be honestly, if we weren't moving, I would have flown out. Uh-huh. Like I, I just, I just think you're so, you're so brave. And I'm so happy that someone of your stature is talking so openly because nobody talks about it. Yeah. And yeah. you've just made it so beautifully available to so many people. And I'm just, I honor that and I honor you and I honor Sammy. Oh, thank you so much for that. And and yes. it sounds like you've been watching and learning and you went and you moved some energy as that did. came up. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then I watched, I even watched, like, when I, you know, when I was young, we would cry and watch ourselves cry. <laughs> 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 did you do that? Did you film yourself crying and watch? Yeah, I used to be like, oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I was the youngest of three, two older brothers, and I just was trying to get attention, so I gave myself the attention, right? Yes. So, good. but I was in the mirror shaking, and I was like, really thanking my body for getting me to this house every day, thanking my body for still being able to receive this beautiful man, and also honoring and promising my body that I'm going to take so much more better care, and I have a yard to shake it out in. Good. And there's deer, and yeah, it's just I feel. So blessed. Good. And it's so beautiful that you're moving, you're moving into a new home, but you're also moving into a new home within each other and within the relationship. I think that's, that's so, that's so beautiful. And so you also, I'm assuming the 15 minutes talking and kissing and cuddling and the hugs, how have those been going? Have, Have you noticed anything with that? Was that something you want to keep going? Was that something that was impactful or was just nice? What, what was your experience of it? I love the hugs because I, I said out loud, you know, Kenny, I cherish you. I choose you. And to say that out loud and feel his heart against mine, it's really powerful. Yeah, it is. You know, and my timing might've been off. Like when we were zooming, I just like 30 seconds, you know, and I grabbed him in. The 15 minutes of cuddling, we've done it, but I don't think we've cuddled, but we've, we've talked without talking about our lists and, mm-hmm. and there's lots of lists right now, but yeah. what about you? Hun? I think that, that's right. But I, I would say, and I, and I think I mentioned this tomorrow several times, but I, you know, there's, there's cuddling, but I think there's variations. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to go with that for 10 or 15 minutes and that calms her down or puts her at rest or puts her to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or puts me to sleep. <laughs> that counts. So you know, it, it might not be hugging and snuggling. Yeah. Again, I think guys are not necessarily that into, but the touch. Yeah, the sensual touching, the, the, the soothing touching, a little bit of rubbing, massage, with the palm oil down, sleep, taking that that brush. Oh yeah, we have a body brush. We keep it in the bed. That's oh nice. So you brush each other. Very yeah. good. So, you know, one way or the other, I think we're getting our hugs and snuggles. I'm a big time snuggler and I, I've been an abusive, like, that's a bad word to use. But I've been like, snuggle me, hold me. Like, I would literally, I say there's a twig and a vine in every marriage, right? And I'm definitely the vine. Yeah, I'm the and vine. Ken's the, yeah, and Ken is the twig. He doesn't yeah. like to be held when he sleeps. So I'm like, listen, 38 years, I've done it your way. Hold me, please. Just 15 minutes. So we're trying to negotiate that snuggle thing. 
Because if you're not a snuggler, you don't get it, but someone else needs it. And I've actually noticed since not that my son was such a snuggler in his junior and senior year of high school, but I definitely miss physical cuddles. And so I'm forcing my husband to cuddle me more too. Oh, I love it. Not that he's offended by it, but it certainly doesn't occur to him to do. You know what I mean? I have to. And then I sneak across the bed at night because he does not like he gets too hot. He doesn't like to cuddle. I sneak over while he's sleeping and spoon him until he wakes up too hot. But I'm like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I I come over and sneak cuddles in the middle of the night. Hey, it's Dr. Laura Berman. I've been a sex, love, and relationship therapist for over 30 years. And the main question I always get asked is, how the heck do we spice it up in a long-term monogamous relationship? Well, if you want to take your love life, your sex life to the next level, whether you're in a relationship or not, check out my free course on quantum sex. It's going to teach you how to take your sexual response to the next level capable of full body orgasms, how to use sex magic to manifest your dreams, and how to connect on an even deeper level sexually with your partner. Just go to DrLauraBerman.com and you'll find it right there on the homepage, the quantum sex free course. Check it out and let me know what you think. So that sounds really beautiful. Everything you said was beautiful, but I'm really excited that you took this to heart, that you did it, that you committed to it, that you kept to it, that -hmm. you grew from it, that you enjoyed it, that it, you know, it did what I was hoping it would do. So this is a win, win, win. So what do you want to do now? What's next? How do you guys want to move forward? What do you have in mind? We're, we're looking forward to our next, I feel like we're our next assignment. <laughs> You've spoiled us, Dr. Lord. You've spoiled us. Because I really do think it's progressive. progressive yeah, it is right? progressive. And I think what we could do if you really wanted to t- go in a stepwise fashion, right? You've been doing this once a week, right? Yes. Yeah. So we definitely want to keep going with once a week. And if you want you can move forward to, instead of the genital brush by, you can spend some time there. But if we really want to take it in a stepwise progression, you can spend some time there because I really, what I don't want to do is slide backwards with the, in the erectile confidence category. So I don't want to jump to a place where performance is expected yet. So even though performance worked on your, the one time you slid one in, it, we still want to, if we're going to take this slowly, we want to be careful. So, so the goal would be like when you're touching Ken, Marla, you know, you do his back first Mm -hmm. and you're doing his front. And when you're doing his front, you can stroke his penis. You can even kiss his penis a little bit. You can put your hair over it. You can put your breasts on it, but you're not sucking his penis. You're not performing oral sex. You're not okay. expecting an erection. You certainly okay. aren't expecting an orgasm. The goal is not at all an orgasm. His penis okay. may or may not get hard. It may get hard and then soft and then hard and then soft. It may stay, you know, there's no expectation about how his penis is going to perform, but okay. because there is no performance, yeah. your only goal can is to receive. Right. And notice what feels good. What do I like? What doesn't feel as good, right? 
And then when you're doing Marla's front, you can do the same thing. Kiss, touch, fondle her breasts and her external genitals. You're not going to do any penetration with anything, fingers or otherwise yet. You can kiss there a little bit. But once again, you're not suckling her breasts. You're not performing oral (laughs) sex. There's no expectation of orgasm. It's just like a sensual, loving, lingering visitation in an all body Mm. experience. I like that. That's beautifully said. I did have a question. I noticed Kenny when sometimes I'm rubbing Kenny. Like if, if you rub my feet, I would never, ever stop you or my hands or my nose, anything. Yeah. But when I'm rubbing Kenny, like I'll just get into it and I'm like into it and he'll be like, thank you, honey. So I don't know in that moment if you're just being polite or if you've had enough touching. So that's like a question. A good question. Me. What is the answer, yeah. Kenny? The answer is that Marla has very bad thoughts. <laughs> and you mean I know you may hurt? I have arthritis uh, in my arthritis. And so you're trying to I, take care of her. And after a certain amount of time, I mean I I see Marla having difficulty doing certain things. And I can usually feel <laughs> when Marla's hands bother her based on the amount of pressure she was applying. Oh, look how intuitive he is. So when she's touching you, you're feeling by the nature of her touch that she may be starting to experience some pain. Yeah. And I I would want that. I would want more experience. So, you know, it feels great when Marla touches me for a minute, for 10 minutes, for an hour. So it's harder somewhere in between. But it shouldn't come at a price. So, you know, so that's usually when I put up the that's sweet, but I can be in charge. Of yes, that. she has to be, to be in, in charge. charge. That's what I was yeah. going to say, that I want her to be in charge, right? Because yeah. Yeah. you spend, which is so beautiful and a sign of your giving heart, but it also can be a curse sexually in lots of different mm-hmm. ways. Not in this mm-hmm. way, because obviously this is just touching your back, but in other ways, yeah. if you mm-hmm. are too focused on what's going i mean obviously we want to be focused in a sexual sense on what's going on for your partner but if you're preemptively worrying about any aspect of her response whether it is a pleasure response or a pain response it is your job marla this is a really important place where couples can fall into codependence and it's a it's Mm -hmm. coming from a place of love and care so but still it's not working in your favor. Right. So, Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. really important to trust Marla and for you, Marla to step up and make Mm -hmm. sure that you are verbalizing. Right. So like I had a couple not long ago where she has really bad TMJ and Mm -hmm. she has always loved performing oral sex on her husband and her husband loves (laughs) receiving oral sex, but he was shutting down the oral before she even really needed to, because he was worried about her being in pain. And then there were times where she kept going because she really felt bad stopping because he was enjoying it so much, but she was in pain, right? Now, there yeah. were, this wasn't the only issue, obviously, but one yeah. of the things yeah. I said to them, which I'll say to you and just did, is that each of you, you have to be able to trust that the other is going to stand and speak what they need. And that each of you 
have that permission from the other to do that, right? Because neither one of you want the other to experience pain. And you certainly don't want them to have pain while they're giving you pleasure. So absolutely. I have TMJ too, and he worries about that. And I love what you said that because that's a huge, that's a huge thing about when you're together so long, it's easy to get into that parental thing a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, let me take care of you or I know what's best for you or okay, that's enough. But it's good to know that that's why, because I thought it was him, his touch meter going enough. Thank you so much. Or you're annoying me. Yeah. (laughs) Like you can stop now. Yeah. Girlfriend. (laughs) So I was doing that for a while when my, cause I love having my back tickled and he likes it, but he gets tired of it. And so after he would tickle it a little bit, I would say, thank you. And now he says, thank you. You've had enough or thank you for doing it. And I say, thank you for doing it. And so then he keeps going until, until he's done. Right. So I'm going to steal your husband's (laughs) line. I like that. I like that. Cause you know, we tell ourselves stories like, Oh man, you know, here he is doing this thing. And Really not his thing, and he's thinking about the, the game or the house or whatever. So now I know it's my yeah, you were just you worried know. about me. And and that really opens up so many doors for us to really express our needs openly and honestly. Yeah. You know, because I'm really bad at saying I need to space because I love him so much. He's like, honey, just tell me when you need space. But I'm not good at that. Like, yeah. it, well, it that's why him. he jumps in to take care of you because he's been with you for over 30 years and he knows that you're not so good at saying what you need. So he's trying yeah. to guess. Right. And yeah. we don't and want that's that not to fair to him. Guy. Right. Or to you, because then he or guesses wrong. Yeah. Yes. And then you misinterpret his guess. <laughs> so it's exactly. Right. <laughs> it's a total cluster. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an innocent cluster, but it's a cluster. It is. It is because I, I get into storytelling and it's so silly because he's such a good man. And I know that. So, you know, it's my okay. own, it's my own work that I have to do too. We all have our work. Man, it oh sounds man. sounds like you guys are working beautifully together and that it's going well and we'll keep the momentum going. And if you want, okay. let's check in in another month, but you will have had at least four sensual erotic genital visitation experiences keep that keep the quality time attention to the quality you you don't have to be religious they had timer for 15 minutes but keep the quality time going regularly with where you have those pockets of time where you aren't talking about the logistics of your life and stay in that non-sexual exercise sensual connection whether it's a hug it sounds like the hug even though for you can, you know, you could take it or leave it and you get it, that physical affection in other ways that it's really meaningful to Marla that she's verbally choosing you and having that heart to heart experience. So let me ask you, since it's so meaningful to her to choose you that way every day and to send love and receive love in that way, are you open to continuing? I mean, is it a hardship for you or is it just something that, or is it something that you're willing and very comfortable doing for 30 seconds? Every day. No, I, I enjoy the third second. Okay. I think that that's a lot of fun. And I would say 13 out of 14 days, Marla's the one who initiates a 30 day hug. 30 day. That's a new that's a new challenge. Maybe we'll do that next time. <laughs> I'm all in on the 30 second. 
Okay. So you're going to keep doing the 30 second hug. You're going to keep making a point to talk about things, whether it's 15 minutes all at once or a couple of times or whatever, you don't have to set the timer, put your attention on making sure you have that. And you're going to move forward onto sensate focus part two. I love that. I love that. You're such a blessing to us. Thank Uh you. I'm so grateful to be of help and you guys are beautiful students. So thank you. It's a blessing. Thank you so much. And hopefully for those listening, because they're learning with you. Yes. Thank you. All right. We'll talk in a month. You'll give me the update. All right. This is fun. Awesome. Thank you. Lots of love. I can't wait to stream with you on Sunday, right? On December 2nd. Oh, December 2nd. Okay. Oh, maybe I will. Oh, no, I can't. I have one surgery. I'll be streaming. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks, Dr. Lauren. Be well. Bye-bye. Lots of love. Bye-bye. Bye.